0: Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on May 8th, 2022. Hello, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers that are around, and happy Mother's Day to the mothers that aren't. Um, Yeah, don't love this day, obviously. And I think it's not so much about seeing people's messages to their moms and things like that. It's more the corporation vibe of every you know, email that I'm getting from every (laughs) business that I subscribe to is just reminding me over and over again that it's Mother's Day. And they've been doing this for a really long time, I feel like a solid month. And it's just like, can you leave me alone? It's very insensitive. I mean, look, corporations aren't the most sensitive, if at at all. So I'm not expecting them to, you know, read the room Or not be tone deaf. I'm expecting them to be assholes and they have met my expectations. So, but I'm wishing everyone a happy Mother's Day. And I guess I will start off by this poem that my dad wrote that he just came upon. And it is from his manuscript. I think, I don't know if it's the latest one. Um, But it is from the manuscript that he wrote poems about my mom and loss. And the manuscript's name is Sorrow Has a Weight of Its Own. And the poem is called Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, my daughter is motherless. She keeps asking the wind that comes through the half-open door, Where's my mother? She asks the sun through the window, casting a rectangular shadow of the sofa on the tiled floor. Why can't I see my mother? She asked the same question of the gurgling tea kettle on the stove. All are silent before the child's urgency to know. They are not upset. The child is supposed to be with their mother on Mother's Day. They all agreed. But they could not feel the naked pain slashing her flesh as they don't have mothers to begin with. And that made them feel guilty and unsure about their reaction. Like someone watching a street fight not knowing what to do. Risk one's life or call the cops. So they chose to remain spectators at unease. The child, after a while, rocks herself to sleep, just like her mother would have done for her. So that's the poem. And I like it. And I don't know. I mean, it does feel that way. Where is my mom? And I had a dream about her last night. And she was back in my life. And without any cognitive difficulties, like in her prime. And I was worried, you know, I kept looking for signs that she was declining again in this dream. Um, but she was good. And she was back to her old self. And I was really happy that she was back. But it was a dream. And I don't know, I just kind of last night, it was hard. And I just didn't understand what the point of life was you know as i was going to bed and i'm like don't cry don't cry so of course i cried and i don't know i i don't know what the point of my life is let's be honest you know i i i i i i do have a good job now it's fine it's my day job still right but i'm not very passionate about the corporate world but it's way better than what I was doing so I guess that's a move in the right direction but it's like I'm not where I want to be I'm not doing my creative thing that's all I want to do I mean yes I'm I'm working on it um, myself but I don't know if I'm ever going to be where I want to be or even close to it I don't have a partner I I I don't have any I, I just felt like I didn't have anything to live for last night and I was like what's the point And I kind of just wouldn't have minded if I just died in my sleep last night. I know this has taken a turn. And I'm not saying anything about suicide. But I'm just saying like I was in a dark place. And I was just like, I don't understand the point of any of this. I don't understand. You know, I don't it doesn't feel like anything good is really gonna happen in my life or I'm gonna be like truly happy or anything. And I it doesn't feel like I'm gonna get t- to achieve any of my goals. And then even that, if I achieve them, am, <laughs> am I gonna feel any different? I don't know. So I was just like, yeah, maybe if I like just die in my sleep, that won't be so bad. So that's where I was last night, I'll be honest, you know. Today I guess I feel a little bit okay, a little bit better. I'm trying not to like go to that dark place. Um, You know, friends have been sending me messages of thinking about me on Mother's Day, which is really kind. Um, And I've gotten some calls. And it's really nice. You know, people are really caring. And look, like I said, it's not that I wanted to do anything last night. It's just like, I was like, you know, I didn't understand the point. And I'm still grappling with the point of my existence. I don't know. Feels pointless. Let's be real. That's what it feels like right now. So. I am grateful for my friends for caring about me, but that still doesn't make me feel like my, like there's any point to any of it, you know? And even if we don't <laughs> live on and and maybe the signs aren't real, but guess what? Then we'll just die and then it'll be nothing. And, and you know, you don't feel anything with nothing. You don't know that you're nothing because you're nothing. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just trying to tell you I'm trying to share the feelings of how I felt yesterday. And it's just, you know, it's sort of bleeding a little bit into today, but, you know, not as bad because I'm in the light of day. (sighs) Mother's Day will bring it out you know, in you, if you've lost a mom, it'll just make you wonder what is the point of life. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And I didn't record last week. And I felt a little guilty about it. But also, it's like I put this cadence on myself. So who cares? But I did go to West Virginia with my friend to visit my other friend. And by the time we got back on Sunday, I just didn't have it in me. And that's okay. I don't know what I would have even talked about. I mean, I'm sure I would have talked about some nonsense, you know, and it was a, it was after the first week of the new job. Now today is this after the second week of the job, I feel a little bit better about it, you know, a little bit more and, you know, sure footed, if that's were a word, you know. <laughs> um, and I feel a little bit more rejuvenated because I didn't do anything this weekend, really. So... I think it's better that I waited to record and blah, blah, blah. So if you are mad at me for not recording one week, then take a chill pill. That's what I say. Uh, You know, on this trip that I took with my friend to visit my other friend, we are all friends from high school. So we couldn't help but be nostalgic about high school. You know, and thinking about all these things that happened and the crushes like that was a lot of fun. We talked about our high school crushes and I, you know, at first I only said three. And I guess I was putting them into different categories of crushes. Like I had crushes on boys that I never really spoke with, but I was like in class with them and I just like kind of loved them from afar. And then then I had crushes on boys that like I interacted with and was like friends with, you know, so I didn't really count those at first when we were talking about the crushes. So I think that I think I had like maybe six solid crushes and half of those are boys I didn't know and half of those are boys I did know. Okay, so let me clarify, because basically, then my friends are like, you are making us feel like, you know, crush whores or whatever. And I was like, oh, wait, I did actually have more crushes than I remember. Um, Well, and so what came up was one particular crush, you know, that I had on a person who I'm sure did not know that I existed. And his name was Steve. I won't give his last name because, I mean, he's not around, but Steve P. Let's call him Steve P. And he was, I was always in advanced math and stuff. So I was constantly in these classes with people not from my grade who like really didn't know who I was. And uh, Steve was really, he was just like, quiet and he seemed sweet. He was a twin. And I don't know, just from my weird outside observation, seemed like the twin was a little bit more outgoing and Steve was a little quieter. I, again, never had conversations with either of them. So I can't tell you. These are just my guesses. And so I definitely had a crush on Steve. And then my friend John found his aim because back then there was aim. And so he found his away message and and his away message one time was shower in your herb. And that's still something we say to this to this day to each other about nothing or like, oh, we can't talk shower in your herb. I don't know, whatever. But it's definitely a phrase that has uh, stayed with us for, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years Um, or maybe like 19, 17. I don't know when he discovered this away message, but a long time and unfortunately, what's really tragic was that Steve passed away, I think his freshman year of college, tragically. I think he got hit by a car. And it, you know, I didn't know him. I just liked him from afar, but it was sad, you know. We had a couple of tragic passings when, I mean, there was a kid below my grade who, oh God, he passed away in a very tragic way, like a balcony. Um, fell apart while he was on it. Um, And like, I think the railing gave away. I mean, God, that if that's not tragic, I don't know what else what is another person from my grade committed suicide the first year of college the first semester, I think. So that was really rough. And, um, and then this guy was a grade above me. And so while I was still in high school, we found out that he passed away. And I, you know, I just loved him from afar. So I haven't thought about Steve P. in a long time. Um, but I can only, I think of him fondly. I think of him as kind and sweet and didn't know I was alive. So I was thinking, should I ask Steve for a sign? And then what sign? Uh, so I was thinking uh, a math textbook. Um I'm going to ask him a math textbook as a sign because we had math together. And I also think that that's not a common thing. So uh, I hope I remember this. I'm going to put it in my notes so that hopefully it will show up. But look, if Steve doesn't send me a sign, then I'm not going to hold it against him. I mean, <laughs> you know, like... I'm nobody to him and I hope he's okay. Look, I just think of him very fondly. So I just also wonder what it must be like when you pass away to find out that you affected people that you had no idea they even existed. You know, I wonder if you gain that knowledge. So if he can hear me, um, I want him to know that he definitely affected me and he made me always want to go to math class. (laughs) so um i'm gonna ask steve p for a sign of a math textbook just to let me know that he did hear me and um i'm hoping everything is is good with him you know i mean i i I can't imagine losing well first of all i I don't have a sibling so i can't even imagine what it's like losing a sibling but then like also like losing a twin so i can't imagine what his uh brother felt Or feels so, but I really hope Steve is doing well and he's living it up. Oh, God, that's like the wrong turn of phrase there. He's really, I hate this phrase, whooping it up. Like that just feels like very Housewives of OC, you know? Uh, I just hope he's having a good time wherever he is, and um, we'll see if he gives me a sign. So, There's that 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 kind of popped up on my journeys of last weekend, and you know the other thing that I wanted to mention was just this idea of being a first generation Indian American and an only child. Like I I'm writing a new or I'm outlining a new script. Um, If you didn't know about my writing and what I write, I I write screenplays. That's what I'm writing right now, so working on this other screenplay and I've been thinking a lot about this idea of heritage and what happens to us as we lose our links to our heritage right and my cousin who's in the UK like we were messaging and you know she feels this way too it's you know I don't (laughs) there's not a lot of people that you can share experience with is experiences with. So she's in the UK. She's Indian. You know, her kids are growing up there. Her husband's white. It's like they're not going to get her full experience ever. And it can be quite isolating. And she has family in India still, but, you know, it's it's of the same vein as what I feel like I'm going through. You know, my mom would always speak Bengali to me and I would respond in English, but that was our thing. And once she passed away, my dad doesn't really speak Bengali to me much at all. We speak in English. So already I'm mourning that side of my heritage of, I'm not getting to hear my first language anymore. And the older I get, the more important it is for me to really think about who I am in this world and what I represent. So it's just, it's been really interesting because I think assimilating and being so as as American as I am another refrain from my trip with my friends was I tell my friend Mel constantly that I'm the most American American you'll ever meet and I I do believe that I'm a pretty damn American American I think I represent it like perfectly uh I have a lot of American pride I am pretty patriotic I cannot handle the state of my country right now and you know things that are shifting in power and people women and everybody losing rights uh i i can't even get into that right now but i am an american i feel very proud to be an american i'm the most american american you'll ever meet and because i am you know born of immigrants that's why i'm the most american american you'll ever meet you know but also i love america and i don't want to live anywhere else even if we have fascist regimes and everything. Well, I, you know, I can't say, never say never. There might be a point where I'm going to really try, to, I, I'm going to have to flee. But, you know, I have been thinking about these links to my heritage and mom passing away took a big chunk out of that. You know, my dad is more assimilated and um, the cultural stuff is not that important. But I think as Bengalis, we're not really like all into a lot of the things that other Indian people are into so like it's just it's kind of hard to still hold on to my identity when I don't have pillars anchoring me anymore you know and then once my dad passes away then who do I have I don't have any shared experience with anybody I don't have any siblings my cousins have all had very different experiences and also I don't speak to them (laughs) except for my one in UK um and then my one in Long Island. Okay, those are my two cousins that I speak with. Um, and then there's one in India. Okay, three. So, but, you know, that we don't, we all have very, very, very different experiences. And I don't know anybody like me who is an Indian American Bengali. And, you know, their parents are gone. There are links to India. Their are links to... West Bengal are gone, you know, and I I I feel so sad. I feel sad. It's going to be devastating on so many levels when my dad goes. For so many things, and even if I have a husband at that point. You know, I don't know what he's going to be, but I can tell you it's going to probably be a very low probability that he's going to be an Indian American Bengali. I'll tell you that. Like, I think that's going to be very low because, like, in my 38 years on this planet, I have yet to really meet somebody who has a very similar experience to me. So, I don't know. So, it just makes me really sad. And that's what I've been thinking about. And that's what, you know, this uh, theme of my screenplay is kind of gonna capture but kind of in a fluffy way so we'll see but I'm excited about it you know I'm glad I'm in a class right now so I'm glad that I have that creative outlet even though it's a lot of work (laughs) and I'm just like ah new job and homework what did I get myself into But I think it's worth it. So excited for whenever people can see these things that I'm writing. I hope it happens. You know, the the first one that I wrote, uh, it's just, I'm just like, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this on screen? I would love it to go to Netflix. I have no idea how to do that. And I got to figure it out. So because it's really, it's ready. It's ready to go. And hopefully this next one will be um, just as fun. But those are the updates. I feel like I had more to say. Mother's Day is taking a toll. It's scrambling my brain. And I think I should be grateful, you know, instead of worrying about what it's going to be like when my dad goes. I'm just grateful that I have him and I still have my links and my pillar to my heritage around so, hopefully I can absorb as much information as I can and in writing my new screenplay, I'm encapsulating some of my um some of my heritage, some of the stuff that feels unique to my experience. So, that's why representation matters. Anyways, enough lecturing. I will see you guys next time and I'll just well, I don't see you. I just talk to the void, but for now, I'll just say bye.